Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also find me live Sunday nights in St. Louis, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. I'm on 7 to 9 p.m. St. Louis time, 5 to 7 for people who remember me from Vegas. As many of you may know, I've been doing a lot of videos now on the HeidiHarris.com page, and I post them on YouTube and Vimeo. And the reasons for that is sometimes YouTube will take videos down that I post about certain things. For example, if I'm criticizing a politician, they've actually taken videos down when I was criticizing the governor, pointing out the governor of Nevada holding the largest super spreader event in the country on New Year's Eve last year in Vegas, where 300,000 people showed up and didn't wear masks outside, all crammed in like sardines. That was not considered a super spreader event. When Christy Nome had hundreds of thousands of motorcyclists, of course, in a red state, South Dakota, that was a super spreader event. So I pointed out the hypocrisy and YouTube took that video down. So I posted them on Vimeo and YouTube, uh, depending on which video it was. And it's very difficult to build an audience when you do things that way, because a lot of folks will say, you know, don't forget to like and subscribe and do this and do that. You know what? I... (laughs) I'm not saying they're wrong. It's exhausting because you try to build an audience on something and then the tech brats take it away from you. Now, they're not in charge of my life. They're not in charge of my career. Don't worry. I don't give them that much power. But recently I did a video where I just talked just for a few minutes about my own personal concerns about the shot. I said, I haven't gotten the shot. These are my top five reasons. YouTube took that down so fast, I didn't even have time to get it up on my website. That's how quickly they took it down. (laughs) So obviously, once you get on their radar, it's much more difficult. And Vimeo also took it down. All right, so that's where we are. And I'm not going to let these people dissuade me. I'm not going to let them uh, torment me. But I'm just letting you know, these are the reasons. I'm probably going to do far more podcasting and far fewer videos because it's just not worth it. You put the time and effort in, you get your hair done or do your hair, uh, get all cute or semi-cute in front of the you know camera and go through all this hassle only to have the thing yanked down in two minutes. So until I find another source to post these videos where I know they won't be taken down and I know there's Rumble, but Rumble is a really hard platform to work with. It's just very user unfriendly. So I'm on it, but I haven't put anything on it for ages because it's just impossible. So once I find something else, I'll let you know where that is. But in the meanwhile, you can find everything that I do at HeidiHarris.com or these videos are still staying up on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page for now. So go figure. Facebook will take them down, I'm sure. Anyway, I I wanted to talk about the top five reasons that I haven't had the shot because, you know, I felt like I needed to say it now even more once my video was taken down. Number one, it was rushed to market. I do believe that uh, this thing went through in record time, which is obviously nonsensical. Normally it takes six to eight years for a vaccine to be brought to market after a lot of testing and things like that. I don't need to get into long explanations on any of these topics, these particular points, but just wanted you to know what I'm thinking. We are the lab rats when it comes to this. And we're hearing more and more stories now of more and more people having reactions, dying, quote unquote, suddenly. Nobody's asking the, the media. They're not asking. Nobody wants to know what people are stroking out, dying in their sleep at 20, 30, 40, 50. It's just crazy. Not that it didn't happen before, but it seems to be happening now in uh, far greater numbers. These are the ones we hear about. You know, These are the famous people. These aren't the ones that you hear about from your neighbors or your friends. If you listen, you'll hear about these stories because they're all over the place. So if you want to do the research, you can certainly find out the truth. 
Number two reason I did not get the shot. I already had COVID. I had it early on in the pandemic. I had a pretty bad bout. Not that I was going to die or anything, but I was pretty miserable for about two weeks. But that's because I wasn't healthy. The truth is I was getting no sleep. I was working morning drive radio, getting no sleep. It's an election year. You're grabbing two hours here, two hours there, answering texts from four o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at night every day. You know, if, if you get an email from the White House or a text at four in the morning, do you want to take a guest by the name of Trump? You don't wait. You have to grab that person right then or someone else will take them, right? So that's just the backstory on what goes on, especially in election year and talk radio. So I was working like a maniac, not getting sleep. That's why I got hit so hard with COVID. There's no question about it. I walk a lot. I exercise. I'm not overweight. I don't do street drugs. Don't smoke. But I wasn't getting enough sleep. And that will get you every time, which it, it did for me. I was pretty much flat on my back for 10 days. Now, I had COVID in June of 2020. I have not had COVID since. I've had no Omicron or Delta or anything else since then. I had the flu 15 years ago, and I've not had that either. You know, it used to be an established medical thing that once you had something, you formed some kind of immunity to it. If that weren't the case and people got the same diseases every single year, would human beings even exist? No. It's part of God's amazing design that once you have something, you form the antibodies to protect you the next time you're exposed to it. Who knows how many times I've been exposed to COVID since I had it two years ago? Probably 100 I go to the grocery store. I don't wear a mask. I mean, I only wore masks when I had to wear them for certain places. I didn't wear them anywhere else. I go all over the place now and, you know, I'm around people all the time. And, I'm, you know, I haven't gotten it. I wonder why. I'm sure I was exposed to it. People I know have had it, but all of them have had the shot. Nobody I know in the last six months who's had COVID has not been vaccinated. Nobody. So there you go. My number three reason for not taking the shot. Everyone everywhere was pushing this shot. And there was no exception made for people who were, I don't know, COVID recovered like me, pregnant, which was not tested on our pregnant women, immune compromised or anything else. I mean, everybody can take this shot, everybody? Oh yeah, absolutely. Every age, every everything. Now they're gonna give it to six month old babies, really? Talk about modern child sacrifice. Anyway, never has any medicine been okay for everybody. My father could not take penicillin. A lot of people can't take aspirin. But this particular shot, everybody, no matter what your situation, had COVID three months ago, good. Never had it, good. Had a bad reaction to a shot before, sure, get the COVID shot. I mean, that should make anybody go, huh? That was my third reason. I have many, but these are the top five. Number four, doctors and hospitals weren't allowed to provide any treatment to anybody that violated the protocol set by the CDC. Now, you know that, right? There was no early intervention with any kind of effective drugs that have been around and FDA approved for 60 years, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, I'm not a doctor, but we all know these things work. None of that was even a possibility. Now, was that the appropriate treatment for everybody who had COVID? Of course not, I'm not a doctor, but doctors before 2020 were allowed to make those decisions for their patients. I'm gonna prescribe this for you. I'm gonna prescribe that for you. And as far as prescribing things that are off label, because ivermectin isn't you know, approved for COVID, it's been approved for tons of things forever. All these drugs have been, that have been used for COVID very effectively. A doctor was able to call in a prescription for anything he or she wanted to have you have, regardless of whether that was the intended label use. Because once you get FDA approval for one thing, you're not gonna go back and go through all the testing again to have it approved for everything else, right? The way they discovered Viagra is because they were working on some kind of heart thing and they discovered the side effect of Viagra. And that's how that drug came to market. But they were looking at it for a totally different purpose. So 
this is the kind of thing that happens, all right? Just so you know, not going to veer off on that topic today, but this Lupron that they give kids for puberty blocking, that's not approved for what they're using it for. It's for prostate cancer. It's to destroy your prostate. It's for prostate cancer. No one talks about that, though. Anyway. All right. Uh, that was my number four reason. So, you know, the bottom line, doctors should be able to decide on what they want to do for their patients. And with COVID, you call the hospital or your doctor and they said, don't come back. Don't even come in here. Please don't come in the office. That's what my doctor said. Don't even come back until you can't breathe. Then we're going to put you on a ventilator. Then you die. Nothing that was early intervention that could have helped you. Nobody recommended you get out and walk, get some vitamin D, stop smoking, lose weight. None of the things that could have prevented you from getting COVID to begin with. And I made some major changes in my life as a result of how hard COVID hit me because it showed me how weak I was, how sick I was. Because I'm out walking all the time, getting exercise. I take pretty good care of myself. But sleep is important. And I wasn't getting enough of it, so I made some big changes after COVID. And uh, those were the right changes to make. Anyway, two doctors don't agree on anything. I mean, if you go to a dentist and they say you need 2,500 bucks worth of work, don't you get a second opinion from another dentist? Yes. Don't you get a second opinion? Doctors sit around in conference rooms and hospitals and discuss the treatments that certain people are going to get. This is what they do. This is what they all did until 2020, right? Right. And my number five reason for not getting the shot. And like I said, I have many. This is just the top five. Anybody who spoke out or even asked questions I'm not a doctor. I'm not in a position to advise anybody as to whether or not to get a shot. I would never do that. I'm not qualified. But anybody who did, anybody who had 14 letters after their name, anybody who said, put their finger up in the air and said, excuse me, I've got a question, was silenced, canceled, fired, threatened, censored, virtue signaled, go ahead, name whatever you want to name. That's what happened to all these people. If you're so certain that what you're doing is right, questions don't scare you. Because you should have the facts to back up the fact that you believe everybody should get this thing. But you don't. That's why they were so mad when you ask a question. And you, I mean, t t when I'm putting a video up saying the same things I'm saying right now, and YouTube takes it down, and Vimeo takes it down, this is my opinion. Everything I have said is fact. I'm not giving medical advice. You'll notice that. I'm talking about facts, the reasons that I chose not to get the shot. It was rushed to market. Yes. I had COVID. Yes. Everybody was pushing the shot. Yes. Doctors and hospitals weren't allowed to provide any treatment that violated the protocol set by the CDC. All of those are correct. I'm not lying about anything. And number five, as far as, like I said, people being shamed and canceled and silenced and fired. That's the truth. You know, it's the truth. How many excellent doctors, I can tell you a lot of them, have been kicked off Twitter or various platforms or talk shows or whatever else because they dared to say, excuse me, I have a question here. This is not what I learned in virology class or whatever. Oh no, you can't even speak. When somebody can't even speak, that ought to scare you. That ought to make your nose twitch. It certainly did for me. And listen, I have a lot of other reasons for not taking the vax. Maybe I'll do those in a future video or podcast, but I don't know that I need to. But here's the thing. You'll notice what I have not mentioned. I have not mentioned who the president is or who the president was. I have not mentioned China, Bill Gates, the World Health Organization, population control, QAnon, microchips, or anything else. I haven't even mentioned those things because I don't have to. Now, how much validity is there in a lot of the concerns people have about population control? Because we're hearing about, uh, you know, women having, uh, you know, obviously miscarriages and things like that. I'm not even getting into that in this podcast because that evidence is out there too. Was it a plan to reduce the population? I don't know. I didn't even need to hear that much. It's just these other basic things, these top five that I mentioned, those were enough reasons for me to say, I'm not getting this shot. 
you know, and I'll, I'll do another podcast where I talk about additional reasons, but those are my top five. So because Vimeo took it down and YouTube took it down, I highly encourage you to share this with anybody you believe may benefit from it. I'm not trying to shame anybody who did get a vax. Some of the people I love the most in this world have had this shot, which is of course not a vaccine, but I'm just praying that they're going to be okay. And most of them are at this point, And I'm grateful for that. And let's hope if you had it, that you are too. Just thought I'd share my thoughts on this. Don't forget, you can find me Sunday nights, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis, 7 to 9 St. Louis time, 5 to 7 Vegas time. And of course, you can find everything, podcasts, videos, all that, books, uh, blog posts, everything at HeidiHarris.com. That's HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, listen, be safe. Think for yourself, please, I'm begging you. And remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Scottwell.